Hello and welcome back to Creative Me Podcast. Yes, it's definitely been a while since I've been back with a brand new episode, but today I have a very special guest. Today my guest is Rudy Kanye. He is an artist based in Glasgow. Spoke about quite a lot um, during our conversation, including his solo exhibition, which took place in Aberdeen. It was called Composition with Red and Yellow and much, much more. Um, this episode has also been made possible by Lauren LaRose and the Disability Arts Online team as part of their online content takeover series. So I want to thank them for making this episode possible. So yeah, that's enough for me just now. I will be back very soon on the outro. Yeah, see you soon. So Rudy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And it's good to catch up with you, man. I feel like we've been having loads of conversations over the past couple of months anyway. So it's, it's finally probably good to actually record one so we can keep it for the records. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That sounds really good. We did we did talk a lot uh, this month. Like It feels like, yeah, why not yeah. recording it? You know, like... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, 100%. Um, so yeah, I think like, you know, um, just for the listeners, I kind of like at the start of the episode, this kind of done a little kind of like intro um, to who you are and like what you do. But, you know, I think for me, you know, this kind of the recent kind of engagement I had of you over the past kind of couple of months, and I think we both have this mutual love and passion for food. This yeah, is why I definitely want to speak of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is why I want to kind of like speak of you first about like, you know, where does that kind of interest for like food and kind of culture come from for you? Well, you know, I think when I, I think it's from when I grew up, when I was growing up, you know, and uh, my, both my parents, you know, they, my mom is Portuguese and my father is from Mauritius and food is kind of like important to culture in different ways. So, and then I was growing up in France as well and there's something about eating together, you know, the Sunday meal with the two grandparents and you eat. Uh, it's really important to stay at the table and to eat everything. Of course, you know, they'd be given like Christmas or Easter or stuff like that as well. It's like fun bring uh, and, and all that. And um, I'm from Dijon and there was like always kind of like a culture more about wine. So I remember when I was younger and I saw my, seeing my parents and wine. Wedding, we're drinking wine. <laughs> and it's like, you know, a bottle for different dish, kind of like you will put a bottle dish in there. And, and, and so, yeah, I think came from that, you know, like my grandma uh, from Portugal cooking, like, which I realized later on that she was cooking a lot, like my grandparents that I didn't know from Mauritius, a little bit in the spice and the, the way of cooking, lots of oil olive oil and stuff like that. No butter, no butter in, in our province, like olive oil. And, and, and so that's, that's it. So when I was growing up, it was really important to, to eat. Even if it was not always kind of easy or things like that, you know, like yeah. my parents didn't have like the most money and anything, but it was really important to, to cook something and to welcome everyone uh, to the table, to job guests if they needed to and just always offer to eat and um and yeah and then and so it was kind of like always the idea of like feeding people and having that as a center and uh when i moved to to the uk when i moved to leeds i i worked in a you know restaurant bar kind of vibe and uh, 
and uh, and uh, it was interesting to meet the chefs. Like I was really friendly because I was working early as well, so kind of know the chef and see what they were welcoming me in the kitchen in the morning and stuff, and we were trying to do stuff because I end up to be the manager, so. I tried the dishes as well as the making them. So it was like a little bit different, a bit more like sophisticated in a way. And um, and yeah, I think that comes from that. When I moved to Glasgow in 2017, uh, I think, you know, they did this little thing that happened like that, you know, but when I moved to Glasgow in the house, my flatmates were all making bread. Uh, they were from Denmark. Oh, nice. And they were all making bread or something. Like, so they had like, the style to start telling to feed it and stuff. So, so I went into that as well. So I did off like making my own bread and, and, and things like that, starting really like that, having up and, uh, and food was like always kind of the thing gather everyone together, you know, like we were all in the morning, inside the morning in the kitchen, making our bread. And that was quite fun. And comparing the different types that we're making. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I think it came up like really naturally uh, in a way. It's really important for me. And uh, when, I, when I'm thinking, uh, when I was thinking a little bit about when I was growing up after that, you know, I was like, yeah, that makes sense because it was like that, you know, when you enter the house and you smell the food cooking yeah, and all it puts you in a space, you know, and different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I- yeah, I think, I think it's definitely like the conversations that we've had before. And like one point that you mentioned there about, you said like, you know, financially, like your family not having much. And I probably grew up in a kind of similar situation, but there's always kind of like this thing for my mom, this pride in her that when she was cooking, that she'll be feeding. My mom's the oldest out of her siblings. So she'd be the one that's saying, okay, everyone's coming over from my house. Our tiny little, like, you know, council for that house in the kitchen, all squashed around this table. And she'd be like, okay, I'm doing the Christmas dinner. I'm doing Easter. And, you know, and each member of the family has their own, like, speciality of what they're doing and stuff like that. And almost kind of like a potluck. But when you kind of said that about, you know, not having much financially, but it's almost kind of like, for me at home, I felt that experience of having my mom's cooking from the Caribbean, almost like kind of like fine dining. That's like, in my mind, because the food, I guess like home-cooked food. Well, you just yeah. can't compare that to anything else, you know? <laughs> That, that that's the thing. Like, and actually, I was I was reading something I don't remember, but I, I think it was uh, the chef David Shaw uh, from New York, and he was talking about the fact the meal that you remember. You know, like what do you remember? You never really remember like a four four star restaurant, three star restaurant. We remember the the home cooked meal that your mom made and stuff like that. that that's the memory. That's not like. Oh yeah, there was an amazing set of plate that he has. It's more like that dish, that dish that you remember. It. My, my 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 father didn't cook a lot, but he used to make those curries, from chili sometimes, like uh, calamari and uh, stuff like that. You know, like things that no one really eat that much. You know, and, and it's like that curry, and you eat that. Wow, okay, yeah, lot of curry, like. Spices coming from Mauritius, and, and that needs to be like that. And so that was like, you know, there's some things like, yeah, my mom used to make a lot of different dish, and of course it was like the, the wood dish and stuff. But sometimes we had like 
that day or when there was like something like my, my, my father used to make that every time at Christmas, you know, just to bring that up. So that was quite good. And just get the recipe for my grandma and stuff like that. That's so important. Absolutely. And I think there's such like, even between different kind of cultures from like, it's like Southeast Asia, the Middle East and the Caribbean. There's such, I think, and this being discovering, there's always a bit of a crossover in terms of like flavors and spices and what we're kind of using and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sure we're definitely going to touch on that further. We speak about the exhibition in like in Aberdeen, you know, as well. But, you know, given that, you know, your passion for food, you, you've been able to kind of have this really interesting, cool crossover, but also immersing your passion for food with art as well. So how did that kind of happen for you? Well, that was kind of it's a little difficult, I think, you know, like I, I, I was trained in France in that, in photography and video and printmaking. So that was a bit different. And then when I moved to, when I moved to England, you know, it was kind of opening a little bit more, uh, doing more experimentation about different things. And that was kind of like a big relief, I think, uh, for me. I know that I could just do stuff and, and that was working really well. But I, I, I think the idea of like food as really part, becoming like the, the practice became hard, what's important. It really came when I did a, an art residency, uh, in the Lake District in Brysdale Art. And, and it was kind of a different way of, teaching artists to, to work. Like it was kind of making art that is useful for the community, you know, and, um, and so like uh, the, the system was really, uh, I found it amazing. Not everyone was said that, but it, it's, uh, because you had to wake up, it was kind of like you wake up at eight, nine, you meet in the kitchen, breakfast, and you decide what you do in the day and uh, the idea was like, you, you're an artist, you come, but you're going to work in the house. You're going to do things on the house in the morning. And after that, in the afternoon, you can do something for you. But like those four first hours, I build like a garden and uh, stuff like that. You know, you, you help. And after that, you do that then. And, and, and while I was there, I was doing a lot of workshop with uh, a youth club of the village. And, and in that, there was constantly food. So they were cooking food with the kids and doing activities. And at the end, everybody was eating together. And, uh, and I found that so, so interesting, you know, to see the, the kids talking about the artists that they worked when they were appropriate food with me. And after that, we were just having those big conversation at the end. And, and that was like, I was like, yeah, definitely because. Basically, like when I was, when I moved to Glasgow, I had this idea of making a, but already it kind of changed a little bit my, my way of working. I was more like into the idea of, uh, creativity, creativity of the everyday. There's creativity in everything we do in our daily lives, you know, and cooking is one of those, you know, the way you set up your table, when prep everything, you know, all that is the same thing. And so I wanted to do a cookbook, uh, I was doing my master project and I was like, I'm going to make, I'm going to publish a cookbook. And, um, it was a cookbook with like 24 artists who just sent me recipes and stuff. And, and it was about like 
that everybody needs to eat, so everybody makes food in, in one way or the other. But that, that was a starting point of like, yeah, you know, like food is an act of creativity, say. And it doesn't have to be like at those big restaurant shops that's to do that. But actually every food that we make is an act of creativity. And it came out a little bit more after that, you know, more research about the, the storytelling about that, you know, the way food is an archive of your know, heritage in a way of you know, you, you, you cook the, the recipes of the grandparents that comes from their grandparents and stuff. And there's like a heritage there. And, and so it was kind of really interesting for me to do that. And, and so I was not cooking when started that kind of thing. Like I was inviting people to cook with me and, and I was kind of like taking the position of like that. I don't know, like, yeah, for a reason, the way, you know, when I was doing stuff and inviting people and they bring tables around, like, I think I started, the first one I did was in 2017 in Glasgow. It was funny that you could see that that kind of like provoked a chain of things of people doing that. But the idea was a little bit different for me, but it's always kind of like, yeah, it's about the food and not like, oh, I know that, that that's actually what's happening, right? A lot. People who like, you know, buy local products and put it in the market, farmers, you support the farmers and stuff, and it's really good. But for me as well, that's that thing of like, when you don't have that much money, you still can make something amazing. It doesn't have to be the same kind of vibe. So that's why, like, after that, I tried to just cook stuff simple, easy to make tasting and kind of bring the people with that, you know, it's the simplicity or, or I think, or I do think like, you know, like a lot of the food we come from with, especially in Europe now, they come from, you know, well, color or living in Africa, stuff like that. That's, that's where it comes from you now, especially the way of cooking. Yeah, and you've seen, we've seen, uh, definitely, I think, in, in Scotland, seen such a major growth in terms of, like, you know, Scotland probably expanding its palate <laughs> a bit in comparison to, like, a, a long time, like, 10, 15 years ago. But I definitely feel like with Scotland is embracing um, seasoning, spice, yeah, flavor, and all sort of, yeah. you, know, you know, and stuff from different, you know, um, cultures as well. And I think it's one thing that you touched on there, saying how, like, you know, Cooking is a creative process, and I'm and I'm thinking about when I was younger, seeing my older relatives, aunts, uncles, mums, and you know my mum cooking, and the time and effort it takes because they're preparing stuff, they're planning out, you know, like oh, how much is this chicken, you know, especially your family barbecues and stuff like that. It's a whole. I don't think people listening are gonna get it. Like it's a whole thing when you're from like you know like for me we're in the Caribbean culture about bringing family together, sitting around the table. But also we're all kind of taking pride in this moment and we're kind of um lamenting that moment as well because we realize yeah, that yeah. you know you can go back and think about really important moments or fun moments from your childhood and then remember oh but this relative is not here anymore that relative is like no longer around but you've had this really immersive passionate and loving experience of just eating around the table and having some really nice food at the same time i think this is the thing as well we kind of like 
definitely we take for granted, but like how food, this kind of, that, that process of just sitting down and speaking, you know, there's, you know, we have like fast food kind of places and stuff like that. And, it, you know, and I guess it has its purpose to some degree, but I always kind of hold that importance. So even with my small family, we have the opportunity of sitting down, especially on the Sunday and having our dinner and having that time together. Cause you know, like we're going to go into an unknown week at the start yeah, on the exactly, month. Exactly. Yeah. That's it, yeah. So, so it's, is I think that's because you know when you touched on that, so that's such a valid, important point that actually cooking is a creative process. And there's one thing um, I probably want to get into now. You know, is like the exhibition um, in Aberdeen, and I think like um, I definitely saw like your passion come out many times when you know you you know started getting into the swing of the things with the lead up this exhibition um, composition of red and yellow. Um, so just for the listeners, can you tell us a little bit about um, your exhibition in Aberdeen. Yes, so composition red, you know, like opened like three weeks ago or something. Like that. Yeah, three weeks ago. It's crazy. Okay, yeah, it's really crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, that exhibition come up by that uh, kind of invitation where we are in Scotland and then uh, she tried to be able to do something and I've enough money to be able to do it you know like that uh, was something amazing for people of color in Aberdeen which uh, as I said many times from them it's like so important right now and actually give a uh, give spell for people to just talk about their life and showcase that as well so so the cop that the show come up called that performance called Composition of Red and Yellow, which is a, a sharing of two curries that I'm cooking to the, with the visitors, you know, uh, a rugai, which is red, which is a, um, kind of a Creole dish doing Mauritius and a, a more traditional Indian curry. Nah, in the fight, because my father is from Mauritius, but my son that are coming from India. Um, and, and so that's just that principle of things, you know, like uh, people going to a show. And, and uh, it's really important for me to do this performance in gallery space, you know, because it's kind of bring a uh, uh, kind of like a different way of being when you come into a gallery space, especially when you're someone of color or kind of the minority of the space. I did show, like, I'm in Bern right now, I did a show last week. I was the only person of of color and I was serving so it brings a lot of different things as well but uh, yeah. like that you know imagine but uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, so it comes from that and then um, it's, it's basically like inviting the visitor to to play and, and to activate the work and, and through that conversation in problems so kind of like it's performance for the visitor seems to take part of it and if it does take part by just the act of eating that starts to, to create conversation style to give him time to actually encounter the show or what's around differently because you have actually that time to to be there it's as you're eating so you take the time to eat and that's kind of like that as well and and for the show um i was really interesting so the the red and yellow are to be two important colors uh in mauritius was there are two of the Mauritius flag colors, you know, on the the yellow is the is the color of hope, uh, which is on the sun. You know, it's kind of like the hope and that. And um, 
And the red is more like the struggle to become independent. So it's all talking about the colonial past. And, and so there was like, other, other, so those two colors were kind of like the main thing in the show, kind of coming back all the time. But speak, because I didn't want to do just a performer, I wanted to do a show a little bit more about my wife as well, different than just the food. Uh, I got back up with this idea of like, of like creating a space as an exchange that people can actually enjoy different aspects differently. And so the visual starts with uh, different tokens people can take. So there's like little token, yellow, red, and gold with the dodo engraved in it. The dodo is the symbol of Mauritius, of the first. The only thing living in Mauritius with other birds, but but wow, but it's like it's got um, wow in the colonization, especially the Dutch, because the dodo got fly and stuff like that. You know, it's it's been out. Uh, it disappeared uh, really quickly, so it's still a big symbol, even if you if you died really early in the process, you know, of colonization, you become really a for me, the way I say it is like another symbol of what colonization brought to the world. Yeah, and I guess you know, you know, sorry, you know, to not to cut you off, but it, like you know, you're saying that you know that symbol, the dodo, and I was kind of like, you know, it kind of like kind of clicked, and I was like, oh, it's just I didn't realize, you know, it's the you know the symbol of like you know um, Mauritius. Okay, but then. And how you kind of broke that down as well, and that's so true about like the how colonization can easily lead to near extinction or near extension, you know. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, there's such a kind of a deeper kind of conversation to be had there as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's it, you know. And so, and so through that through that thing of getting, you know, I, I kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking of the exhibition as like an arcade when you go token and you can play every different things. So the idea was you can uh, just play with the work in different ways so you can really interact with yourself. So there's the ping pong table, which is there, which is a little bit different uh, on the squash court. So basically it's the rules of games and changing. It's kind of like, how do you want to play a game? And so if you want to play one of the token, I'll play you to play that. That and you can just play ping pong during the show. Uh, what you can do as well is give some uh, recipes of those two curries that I make, and that's the idea is that you can go home and, and you know, like one thing that you encounter in the exhibition space actually have an evolvement in your day life, and so you can actually do it. And in the same, you can. With another token, you can take the spices that we use for those things. So it's kind of like, in a way, to go into an art gallery space, but try to to kind of like change a little bit what is supposed to be here, like, and not just being like watching stuff and taking it and living and living and forgetting most of what you see, but actually to to have action and direction that you can remember of that. No, I can. And that was kind of like the things uh, that's really important. Um, and, and so that's kind of what the show is about. So 
So, but to include everyone, everyone who can come and make them feel comfortable in it and give them time, you know, like that was really cool because the, the day after the opening of uh, Donald, I told you that the sort of the day after the opening, I went to the gallery uh, before I took my train and there was a family who came in, like uh, a family with two kids and they came in and I talked to them a little bit about the show and they played sing before I left. So they were, they were playing ping pong and I was like, that was really cool. That was actually the, the, the guy, you know, thing like it's using an exhibition space to actually your space as well, you know, like, uh, take that in. And, and, and there's that, there's that text on the window outside, uh, say I was not supposed to be here. It's kind of like, I was not supposed to be here because I'm a person of color from working class. And it's like difficult to actually, actually manage the life with those things. But it's as well a call to say like, everybody is, is welcome to be here because I'm doubt is making the work. I was thinking I'm not, I was not supposed to be here. Means that everyone is welcome. There's no European judgments through that thing. So. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, gallery spaces over the years have been quite notorious for not being very inclusive. And I think, you know, it's good, you know, you know, how, you know, having that word, you know, at the entrance, you know, I wasn't supposed to be here. I guess it's kind of like, I think for a lot of like black and like, you know, have artists of color, I guess there's always, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak for all of us, but I think for me as well, there's always that kind of feeling about when you're in some spaces, you know, you just mentioned earlier about, you know, where you are just now on, on your new kind of like, you know, residency and then being a person of color, but you're serving predominantly white kind of audience. And it does kind of, you know, in, in your mind, your mind, you know, yeah, it, it does, you know, things that you kind of, and you think about like, oh, okay, this is kind of like, like. I'm, you know, I'm being subservient or is this kind of like a bit of a racist trope kind of thing? Am I, am I, am I, am I, you kind of feel sometimes, you know, in certain situations or am I the tick box? Am I the diversity hire and stuff like that? But yeah, but equally coming back, I think you like, you know, you're saying, you know, you wasn't supposed to be here, but seeing, you know, you, how you work over the past kind of few months, you know, my, from my mind, I think, I don't know, Rudy definitely deserves to be here. Many more people like him deserve to be here. And I think it's so important about creating a space where it can be playful. I know like a lot of galleries have interactive settings and stuff, but it was all, it's all very kind of niche and very clean and sharp. But I think when you're having something where people can play and interact, that's the, that's the kind of space that I want to be in. That's the space I want to take my family to. So I think that's really good, you know, the concepts of, of play, interacting and sharing. That's so kind of like, that, you know, that, that should be the kind of foundation of what we do in the kind of creative and, the, and that artistic well, yeah. and industries in Scotland. I definitely, I think that's so important and that notion of play, uh, I've been kind of lost, lost, um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, I'm not against their space, you know, I think it needs to be because it's so the purpose. But we can play with that and we can actually make it a little bit better. Like for me, you know, gathering space has always been like, like a museum space, space to, to gather and to talk and discuss of things, you know, it's not just a, 
open space where you stand in front of something and watch that. You move to the second one, but more like a collaborative space. And, and that's kind of what I'm interesting to do in that direction. See, one point from your exhibition when it opened and I was there and we had a really great night afterwards, I was probably a bit hungover. <laughs> so I, was, I was a bit tender the next day, but um, it was all good. They were like, I pushed through it. Um, it's quite interesting because a lot of people were quite kind of shocked that this was your first Scottish solo exhibition. And this is what I want to speak to you about. Um, how did that kind of like make you feel? I think like, you know, me and you were speaking about this on the kind of day or even afterwards. I was thinking like, yeah, but this is why we have these conversations. This is why I do like a something called We Are Here Scotland or my podcast. And this is why we have to, you know, and, and I think, yeah, like it was, I was kind of surprised by how people were surprised. And I, I'm just going yeah, like, yeah, me like, too. yeah. Me, me too a little bit, you know, because yeah, it's true. That was my first exhibition in Scotland. Uh, I did in the past uh, small pop-ups and exhibition somewhere else, but it was just one day, you know, two days. And I, I, I did few series of events in Scotland but part of something else but now exhibition is something different it's not the same for structuring and um, and yeah the fact that well, that's my first exhibition so it's amazing to have that possibility to and it was kind of shocking I think the fact that people were kind of like so surprised because, because it's not really surprising for me and for a lot of people you know like, because it's hard to get so many exhibitions in Scotland, and when you're in, when you're a minority as well, it's difficult because you don't have access to the spaces. Not that the spaces are close to you, but it's like you have to to get through the motion more and more and more than a lot of different people. And uh, you know, it's like yeah, you have to work harder, not very old. Yeah, and I guess it's something that our parents have probably have told us as well. From a yeah, young age, that's about the thing. Like, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's what my parents were telling me when I was younger. Like when you're like five years old, parents would be like, "You'd be like, you need to work harder." That that's the way it works. It's kind of terrible now. Not thirty two. I'm thinking about it. Uh, that's definitely not the conversation I will have with this kid. But it's still understand. I was I really understand why they would do that. Especially happening in that time of 90s, you know, late 80s, 90s, when it was kind of like difficult to be, uh, because I'm from, I'm the first generation of French, so my both my parents are not French, so they moved to France and saw the way people looking at them, seeing that. Because, you know, like my, my father is, is brown, but my mom is white, but she's Portuguese, and she was born in Portugal and moved in France. So it was kind of like the really similar way of being treated and so you know it's like always you know you need to dress well you're presumptable you can't be angry you can't be you know the first thing because you're going to be the first one but yeah that's uh but that, i think the fact that people are still surprised that that's happening uh, i'm like no really like if you look at the artists of color in scotland which are many many how many of them are doing solo, sh- solo shows right now uh that's, you know, I, I know some, but that's it, you know, that's three or four. Yeah. 
And I think there's that thing of like, you know, and I think you see it it's a lot of, across a lot of different kind of creative kind of like art forms or like within the creative industries that, you know, I've seen it like in a film or like, you know, in music, how like there's a select few of people of color who get that push. And this was like, you know, it's almost like, you know, the, the whole creative industry cannot cope if there's more than one person of color yeah, exactly. giving success to. <laughs> and, exactly. And seeing it, it that is just like so that. like, yeah. It feels like it's that. It feels like, okay, well, we have like three or four. That's fine. You don't need more. We don't need to do more work on that. We're just going to play with those and that's it. And it's kind of like stretching because yeah, music, film, it's the same. Like, it's the same. I, I think film, when you see like something like the Oscars and, and you can see that, yeah, definitely. It's what it is. Like, so strong in that thing. And then you're like, okay, well, how can that change? How can that get like easier or not easier, but actually more open, you know, like more straightforward. Oh yeah, more, know? yeah, definitely more open. And I think you kind of definitely kind of like with your work over the years, I think that like you definitely kind of created your own lane and the kind of special, like it was a speciality of kind of artwork, but it's definitely engaging and, it, and it's, getting people kind of talking as well and it gets it gets people within this kind of like art industry and creative industries to kind of think differently about how we're working and connecting with each other one thing i wanted to ask you is like how did you find that experience you know of like you know working in aberdeen and working with like you know us like we are here scotland and look again team well i was staying you know up at that was the first time i was going to aberdeen that was the first time i was staying in aberdeen um which it was it was not a shop or anything. I think it was kind of saying the city it was being a city who struggled a lot with COVID and, and lockdown. I think that's what I, that's, I've been, because that was a bigger work that I was quite doing before and I was going to like the Clyde or Northland or Kefness, you know, kind of those kind of places who really struggle as well. You can see that in the population. Would. So it was like the first time I was seeing that. I'm quite aware of, and, uh, and, and, yeah, no, I think it was quite good, you know, to, to go to a new city like that. And all kind of like, I was quite impressed by the diversity, to be, to be honest. Uh, I was not surprised. I was not expecting that. Wow. Which was amazing. Which was great to, to see that that's diversification even there now. And, um, uh, and, and so, yeah, that, that was a good thing to be living and seeing that happening. Um, after that, it was amazing to work with both ways, Scotland. Again, I think that been like, I don't know, that felt like, so it was my first solo show and it felt like it was the first time that actually you had people who understand and trust and just believe on what you're doing and, 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 uh, not like from today, kind of like like being nice stuff, just let them go and and being that all you know that's kind of what my experience is not always like that, and kind of always actually go through the washing of different things, and that's what's kind of like really trust wealthy space and the time to do it, and I, I think that was like that was something that a lot more. Institution needs to do, especially when they do show up. Yeah, 
I think it's that thing of actually just kind of just having that kind of just trust in the artist and believing in their vision. And I think sometimes I think for you, you know, for you as an artist, you must experience where you've been in residencies and then it's almost like having somebody looking over your shoulder or like critiquing like everything that you're kind of doing as well. But I thought like your whole kind of like experience with your exhibition, you was just kind of this, you know, having that free reign. And I think that's when you give that an artist a free reign. That's when they just kind of even thrive even more in like creating a space or creating you know an exhibition so it was really beautiful to see like you know all your kind of hard work kind of come together you know and obviously when we're well whilst we're speaking just now by the time this episode come, comes out your exhibition probably would have been would have been finished in Aberdeen but for the listeners who are listening just now where else you know where else can they check out your work and what's kind of like the next kind of steps or projects that you got um, coming up? So, so I think there's, I got a website, but I need to actually and update it. It's lots of things. Wow. Which is really, really can you could it UK. So you can see a couple of my work. There may be older work as well. So it's interesting to see that. Uh, I think it's just it's get my Instagram. No, it's just really can you. Um, and I kind of got quite often what I'm doing or what I'm being seen. And, uh, and that's maybe like the two ways to, to actually reach the world. But to that, uh, so in August, I'm doing platform at a festival. So that will be a second show, which will be like, uh, with four different, with three different artists, three other artists. Um, that sounds really interesting. Uh, I'm quite interested to see what's going to happen with that. I think it's still in decision of like what space uh, is it going to be in. But that's something that I'm really looking forward to. You know, like uh, showing on my house some different, something a little bit different to the festival, which is like not a different question. I think to to answer that. Um, yep. and so, yeah, about that and, uh, and maybe, uh, we've rise up, uh, in, uh, May, you know, be back in that Virginia, which is great. So great. I think it's great to go back to your beginning and, and do something like that, which, you know, we talked earlier before about me, person of color cooking for white people, so things create like, so I'm putting, I'm quite I'm quite looking forward for that, you know, which is not just to crowd old, but more like a diverse, like yeah. me and yeah. just banks. <laughs> you see, like that, yeah, that yeah. Well, something different already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was me, yeah. like, I know, I know I will do, and I will jump to health to do stuff. You know, if I go to an event, something like that, you know, it's, it's more like that thing that you already know that you can just do it and help. and which you don't have that often, especially when it's white dominions feel like. Yeah. So yeah, yes, I'm saying like hopefully so hopefully we do see co op men that have definitely gonna happens, you know, with that loves to you to be a part of like, you know, that next kind of project. Um yeah. I think, you know, um just kind of like going back on like reflecting on the conversation, I think like, you know, um It'd be really interesting to kind of see how your work kind of develops, you know, over the next kind of year or a couple of years. I know we've had lots of conversations about, you know, 
possible different kind of plans of what you might be thinking of doing or places you might be wanting to go. I think that's all part of the process of terms of actually like this personal professional development. We go into the uncomfortable and the uncertainty and just explore what's going to happen and come from that, you know. But um, I want to thank you, Rudy, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. You know, great to catch up with you and actually record great it this time. Great to catch up with you too, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Also, I want to thank uh, a big thank you to the Disability um, Arts Online team and Lauren the Rose um, for allowing the podcast to be a part of their content takeover series. Thank you very much, that team as well. And yes, and we'll be back with a new episode very soon. So for now, yeah, that's bye from me and goodbye from Rudy. Goodbye. Thank you very much. So yeah, I want to thank Rudy Kanye for coming on the podcast and taking the time out to share his story with us. Definitely much appreciated. So all the links to his work and his website will be in the episode description. And again, a huge thanks to Lone LaRose and the Disability Online Arts team for making this episode possible. Much appreciated. And remember guys, if you're a fan of the podcast, be sure to support us by buying us a Ko-Fi or bigging up the Dean or just resharing our content online. It's definitely much appreciated as an independent kind of run platform. And yes, I will be back again very soon with a brand new episode. Okay, take care for now guys.